0: What did we say at the beginning of our things? Do did We had a thing.
1: Did you just sing? Because you had like, one where oh, yeah, you're like,
0: The Phantom Menace is the movie That brought me to loving Star Wars Attack of the Clones Made me realize I also hate Star Wars Venge of the Sith Made me realize That Star Wars can be more than good Just normal Actually, they're all below average But it's okay because it's all,
1: still Star Wars! Josh and Tyler talk movies. Today we're talking about the Star Wars prequels. And this is our kind of like our three-part build-up to The Rise of Skywalker. So we're going to be talking about the original trilo- the sorry, the prequel trilogy, followed by the original trilogy, followed by the sequel trilogy. So today we're doing episodes one, two, three, right?
0: Yes. Cool. Episodes one, two, three, and... Um... The Clone Wars movie. Are we we really? I I don't know. I I could. I I don't don't even remember the Clone Wars movie, to be honest. (laughs) I've
1: been re-watching the show, though, and I kind of finally get it, which is nice, but... Yeah, Tyler, so tell me about your relationship to the Star Wars prequels. And I think we're all, like, the same age where the Star Wars prequels were a big deal, whether we like it or not, you know? Yes.
0: Well, we grew up with them. Yes. I'm pretty sure we've watched them probably over 100 times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think
1: it's clear to make up front that, I mean, for those who know us, that we're, like, the biggest Star Wars <laughs> nerds ever. Yeah. We uh,
0: we love it. <laughs> we love the prequels. I could watch them all day long, even though whenever I talk to them to a friend, I'm like, they suck. I know. Yeah, same. But, but I still, I still watch them, them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> It's almost yeah. like uh um like a like a like a disease. Yeah. <laughs> you say it sucks, but it always stays with you. It's true. It's like a it's like the Star Wars prequel tumor.
2: Yeah,
1: it's weird. It's weird how the how people our age especially sort of like talk about how terrible they are and yet we still can't stop watching them. Some people generally think they're great movies, which is I think we'll get into but mm-hmm. um but yeah. No, so so tell me so tell me about I Place This Chair, by the way. Okay. I'll cut out those yeah, sure, the
0: the sti- chair chairs. That one's not. That one's fine. You keep it in. It's very. Yeah, keep it in, dude. Ugh. Oh, listen. Here we go. This semi only need to constantly remove chair creaking.
1: Cool. All right. So, Tyler, would you like to talk about your uh, first kind of your exposure to these movies? My child?
0: exposure to the prequels. I don't remember ever watching them. Mm. Um, I I'm pretty sure I remember watching *Revenge of the Sith* because the first time I watched it. My mother shielded my eyes during the Anakin burning stuff. Nice. Um, uh, weirdly enough, though, like, um, well, that was actually kind of a few years later. Because I remember there were certain things when we were both growing up that that you were allowed to see, I wasn't allowed to see. And then, mm-hmm. like, cause for example, like, Spider-Man 3, like, even when I saw that, because I knew you were grounded. I was grounded. Like, yeah. I could do part three. <laughs> and and I saw that, but my, um, my, my mom still shielded my eyes during multiple parts during that movie, which I didn't really understand. But she did that during Revenge of the Sith.
1: Yeah, well, that makes sense. my dad do the same thing yeah. for those so Really, us. You're, okay, you're yeah, you're yeah.
0: the exact same thing. Yeah, that was my that's my only remembrance though of of seeing it for the first time. I don't.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I remember. So according to my dad, like he showed me Star Wars for the first time, the original cut of Star Wars, the non-special edition of the original Star Wars, when I was 48 hours old in the nursery after yeah. I was being born. So it's kind of always been there. Um, so I don't remember seeing Phantom Menace in theaters because I was two. But I know I saw it because my dad has a video of me. And then um, there, and then I, I have faint memories of seeing Attack of the Clones. I remember my dad picking me up from um, preschool and telling me to change my shirt because he bought me a Django Fett shirt, and I got a Django Fett shirt. And I went to the theater, and I had a. And my dad bought me. My dad spoiled me, but he bought all the time. But he bought me a uh, Mace Windu and Battle Droid action figure. So I remember literally being in line to see Attack of the Clones, the Mace Windu and Battle yeah. Droid action figure, being so excited. I remember seeing it in IMAX to everything. They had a big IMAX theater in downtown Austin, Mm -hmm. Texas, where I was born. And I don't remember the theater, but I remember it being big. All I remember the only thing I remember being big is uh, Anakin talking to Padme. For some reason, that's the scene that I remember. I don't know why of all the things (laughs) seen, but that movie, yes, that I saw the movie a lot as a kid. I saw all of it, and then Episode Three was like really important to me, like when I was little, because it was kind of like a dark Star Wars movie. Now I see the problems yeah. with it, and now I don't think it's as great as I did, but I mm-hmm. think it's like, I can't se- separate, like, it just felt so different to me, and as a Star Wars fan, I thought, when I thought it was the last Star Wars movie that was ever going to be made, I was like, this is my favorite thing, so, that's yeah. sort of my relationship.
0: Do you remember the, um, this is a just memory memory capsule thing, huh? do you remember my birthday on the year, uh, it was like, it was maybe a year or two, I don't quite remember exactly what year, but it was, I think it was third grade, my birthday so we just started we did friends. we did yeah we did revenge of the sith we like it was re- the revenge of the sith party thing that's right there was a bunch of people on the cul-de-sac fighting with lights that's right it, and it was a total fuck fest yeah like, people were dying out there the like, kids were getting beated i know yeah your mom that was a yeah
1: that was a chaotic night i remember yeah. you remember joe yeah remember, yeah we had a friend of joe and he he like we i sh- I, sh- I actually shot him in the eye with a nerf gun do you remember that I literally was talking to you, and I went, Because I, no. I think I was being a clone trooper, and I was like, okay, we, we're do, I'm talking, boom, right, damn right. You're being yeah. a clone
0: trooper, you should have missed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's our Ow. show. Oh finger. No, dude, what the fuck? Now, right. um, but yeah, no, I I, yeah, I, do remember that. And I remember when my, I turned, I had a Halloween-themed birthday party when mm. I turned 10, I think, and I had a bunch of people outside. And we were doing, like, zombie-themed games and stuff. And then mm-hmm. and then someone just found my lightsaber collection. And we just start playing lightsabers. <laughs> it just completely ruined the vibe. Oh, okay. we, we all just started playing lights Because I think it's... Whenever you have friends over at that period of time at our age, like, who were into Star Wars and stuff, the night always ended with people hitting each other. It was just everybody hitting each other, <laughs> yeah.
0: Stars. Me and my friend used to go... Um, mm-hmm. used to be in his room. two plastic lightsabers. And, and it was literally just about... Uh, about just beating the ever-living crap out of each other. Yeah. And it was like, it was like if you were like, ah, that hurts, it was like, you're a little bit. That's all it was. I win. Yeah, I win, loser. Well, that's the,
1: yeah, that, that's what I'm going to get into, though, is that, like, I feel like people our age, like I, I don't, I, like, I don't think, by no means do I think the prequels are better than the new Star Wars movies, but I do think they tapped into something that we were kind of the last generation before tablets and iPhones and yeah. So there is like I think Star Wars is going to be very different moving forward and how especially how it relates to kids nowadays because you yeah. don't see as many kids going outside playing with lightsabers like that just, just yeah be a it's thing.
0: not it's not it's not as often yeah. I definitely uh, whenever I do see it it's still like it, it brightens my yeah. mind. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. kids are playing with lightsabers <laughs> yeah. but truthfully they're thinking in their heads like to like that new movie yeah exactly I was <laughs> <You know? laughs> kidding but uh, the um, I found it interesting because always watching the Phantom Menace, uh, everybody hates on the midi chlorian stuff, mm-hmm. which I mean I think that's pretty decent justification. Yeah, but the uh, I always find it funny thinking about him, like man, like you gotta imagine like when he made this, like and he put in the midi chlorian stuff. Like now, all the kids, instead of being outside, like like magic, they have the force and stuff like that. They're going to be yelling at each other. Well, I have a 20,000 <laughs> Mini Cory account. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's just going to be little kids yelling about who has the higher Mini Cory account.
1: I remember vividly being at a friend's house after. Or my mom, my parents had a. My mom had like a work get together, and me and this other kid that were just hanging out because we, we were bored. We played Star Wars, and I remember. It was, I think it was before Red that came out. Yeah. And he didn't, I knew how it was going to happen because I read the, I read the comic and read the whole thing. Like, I knew it was going to happen, but he thought that, um, Obi-Wan was going to, Darth Vader was going to turn to the dark side by killing, <laughs> by killing Obi-Wan's boga. <laughs> And the the, the the lizard thing he rides, or just oh. Oh. yeah. So, <laughs> so we did. This, so I, I I played along with him. We did this whole thing where like I was addicted he was Obi Wan, and he was like, "You killed my Boga." I remember that vividly, and then we like, "Oh, dude, that is so funny." That's so crazy. yeah, but I'm just shit like that is what I remember the most out of like the hype around the prequels. But, but yeah, but let's like let's get into the movies. Oh yeah. Dude. So let's talk about the Phantom Menace. Yeah. Do you want to explain the plot of the Phantom Menace, to Okay,
0: me? so the Phantom Menace, and as you know, I did like a full like 20 minute video on it. Like, I, I did a lot of studying. That's right, yeah, yeah. What's It's Virtual Tyler, right? Yeah, yeah. It's for the channel, and I um, did a lot of studying on the Phantom Menace. I find it weird to study about that movie <laughs> really, considering how little I care about it. But uh, yes, the Phantom Menace is a plot about the Trade Federation doing blockades because they're being told by lord sidious who is in charge of the trade federation i guess um i think so at least he's telling them to uh storm planets uh start up uh, tax blockades that means they have to uh, uh pay the senate Um, (laughs) and, uh, and Jedi are going (laughs) in to, to stop the Trade Federation from continuing this, because it is, uh, it's wrong, and, uh, the politics of it are kind of shady, and, um... Uh, apparently, Chancellor Palpatine in this movie is completely separate from Lord Sidious, and they really want you to believe that. Yeah, because, they yeah, get it. They even it's say the same that after. in the beginning, where he's like, I don't know why the Chancellor brought these Jedi. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Yeah. Okay, it's so very weird. obvious that that's Chancellor Palpatine, but all right.
1: <laughs> so, why why have I seen this movie probably upwards of 150 times in my life, and yet I still don't. Like, when you tell me the plot, I'm like. Oh, that's the plot of the movie. Like, I always feel like I remember this movie because of... As a kid, I remembered it because of Darth Maul. Yeah. And I think we all did. And Jar Jar. Yeah. Better or worse. And... But, like, the actual... Like... The whole point of what made Star Wars so great back in the 70s was that it brought filmmaking back to a simpler time of uh, in the middle of like, the, the, the Nixon era and like mm. Watergate and like movies like Taxi Driver. And Star Wars comes around and brings people back to this fun, exciting adventure movie. Why the fuck is Phantom Menace so complicated?
0: The like, Phantom Menace is weird because I think that a lot of the times what people remember about it are the designs yes. and the, um, yeah. the features that it holds. Because I think that certain places like even though how much I hate the, the Gungans in general, I think the the Gungan uh, underwater city is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I think it's fantastic looking, and I think it's one of those things that actually hasn't even aged. No, completely. that whole scene is great. Um, I think that there's a lot of other stuff that's aged horribly in that movie, but I think that a lot of the designs in general are very memorable, and I think a lot of the action sequences... Mm-hmm. Even though, like, I think nine-year-old Anakin flying in space is stupid, and even though I think that, like, all the stuff with Padme is kind of unnecessary Mm -hmm. when she's running down trying to get them to sign the treaty and all that stuff, or not, I forget (laughs) what she's trying to do, but, um... But whenever they shoot those gun I always find it hilarious whenever they shoot those gun things at the uh, top of the window. Oh that looks like gum that <laughs> hits the window. It's so funny. Oh you talking
1: about the part where they use the uh whole, the sticky gun zip the line to, like,
0: the, uh, the, go up. And they all just like move up in this perfect line. It's like it really looks like funny. Tim Burton's Batman. It looks Yeah, so it, weird. It, it looks really funny. The, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's just the designs in general are just fantastic. The um, I think like the the a big fish scene's very memorable. Even though it's still not really good, it's yeah. just memorable because, simply because it just looks different.
1: That part, I think, is important, though, because it features maybe the, the, it could, the, the perfect distillment of, of George Lucas's terrible humor writing. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> there's the phrase that people use, you know, there's always a bigger fish, which is like a phrase people use in daily life. And I think the, better, the best person to describe the scene was um, the guy who did the voice of Darth Maul. Um, cause he talked about seeing it on opening night, <laughs> how mm-hmm. just devastating it was, but literally like, it's like that fish gets eaten and another fish eats another fish and then there's another fish and then qui says almost to camera, he goes... There's always a bigger fish, and it's like a literal representation of just a. It's so stupid, and yeah. like, and, but you know, George Lucas is sitting there writing. Oh, huh, huh, it's so funny. Like,
0: yeah. kids are gonna love this. It's, it, <laughs> it, it's so because I have, and I have all the respect in the world for *Phantom Menace*. Mm-hmm. I do, and it. And the weird thing is, I, I can't actually say wholeheartedly I'd change anything about it, mm-hmm. just because of how crazy of a leap it was, yes. technologically, yeah. technologically, but. In terms of like, I was telling my friend the other day because they were like, "Well, do you even like it?" And I was like, "No," <laughs> and I was like, "But it's a movie that I can't, I can't not recommend mm-hmm. because of how important it was." Yeah, and that's really it for it. It's it's one of those things. Well, like even yeah,
1: even Jar Jar Binks is the first fully of that type, fully digital character in a movie, in a live action movie yeah. for that long, for that to be a main character, and like whether you like it or not. I mean, I had a, I had an animation professor who at school who had a whole class about why Jar Jar Binks is a terrible animated character, like, why mm-hmm. his movements don't work, why he doesn't work, and all that junk. But, and you can say all that, it's true, it's absolutely true, but at the end of the day, it's still an important... It's still the first thing. It's still the yeah. first thing. Like and, 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 you know, you can we can point to Gollum and Lord of the Rings all you want and stuff, but it was Jar Jar. So I think that's interesting. I, I do think it's funny, though. I always say, like, Phantom Menace is... I'll bring this up a lot throughout our discussion, but I think there's a big divide. I think the Star Wars fandom has always been divided, but I think, especially recently. But I think the big divide that you can make between Star Wars fans, different types of Star Wars fans, is Star Wars myth and Star Wars stuff. And I think Phantom Menace, the people who like Phantom Menace and the prequels for the most part, are Star Wars stuff people. They like the stuff. They like the ships. They like the sets. They like the creatures. Planets. They, yeah. plan, and I like all that stuff too, but to me that's always been... Secondary. ...icing on the cake. Yeah. You know, like, I don't... The clone troopers aren't interesting to me because just because they're clone. it's because they're, they're... Or stormtroopers it's because they fit into this larger universe that makes them more interesting. So I think that's kind of like... And, even, and it's funny, I think actually T- Famous is a lot of those people's least favorite of the three. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually my second favorite of the three. I think. *Attack of, oh, think Attack of the Clones* is, Bones is, is Bones the worst. We'll yeah, get to that in a bit. About, about I think. I think. I think, I think *Phantom Menace is used as like the the main example of like disappointing filmmaking. Like yeah. before, it was *Gotham* the three, and the *Phantom Menace* is like the disappointing franchise, how to keep going, mm-hmm. franchise. But um, I think I, I still think that it is like that's how you can distill fandom of Star Wars. Is if you like the mythology, or if you like. If you like the mythology more, if you like the stuff, the equipment, the ships more.
0: I agree with that because it's weird because this is actually ironically representing a conversation I had with a friend a few days ago. That I talked about Star Wars a lot recently. Yeah, we always but, do. do, we,
1: but, do we literally, you literally call me up and we'll talk about something, and then immediately it turns to Star Wars. I don't know how it always yeah, does. But
0: we're talking about like, yo, dude, like your mom died the other day. Oh like, yeah, like, it kind of reminded me of the funeral you... <laughs> that <laughs> that gon <Qui-Gon> Jin <laughs> had. No, but like,
1: and then we, because we were like you and I, will talk about like a really great art house. We were like you saw Lighthouse, or something like oh so good, so good. But dude, twenty days to Star Wars. <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs>
0: no, it's <laughs> always that. It always I know. derives from right that. The um. The fans though, yeah, I told my friend the other day, I was like, I don't think what makes a Star Wars fan is how much info you know about Star Wars. Like like a lot of things. Like a lot of things people be like, Well I know like where this started, where this, where this what happened. I don't think that's what makes you Star Wars fans. I think understanding the themes Moral's messages and characters of Star Wars yeah. is kind of what more so makes Star yeah. Wars Star Wars today. Yeah, um, which we had a, we even had a discussion the other day about like whether or not if Star Wars can even live past that. Yeah, or, like blood past its characters, and I and I can't really answer that because it's like it's like that's all it has. It just has its themes, messages, and characters. Well, that's
1: the thing. Even like uh, I'm loving like the Mandalorian. I know we're getting a little off topic. We'll go back, but yep. I'm loving the Mandalorian right now. Like I'm loving it, and I really think it's a well written. Mm-hmm. story so far but I admit that my obsession with it lies in the fact that it, it is Star Wars stuff it is like mm. ships Mandalorians it's bit aliens Jaw, all this stuff that I love I've always just accumulated but what it needs to prove in the long run I think what Star Wars needs to prove in the long run I think we'll talk about this some more when we get to our final one about like where does Star Wars go yeah where does it go because it's like because it's to me it's like some people disagree, but to me, the thing I think we both agree, the thing we love most about Star Wars is the story of generations, is the story of father, son, daughter, you know, this idea of, like, it carries on, yeah. and I think that's the most exciting thing, so to me, when that's gone, I I don't know, and that's why I've said to you, I, this upcoming movie might be the last one that I'm genuinely excited for, just because of, it's the last, unless they prove it to me that there's more to be excited for. As of now, I'm kind of like, I'll always be excited for Star Wars, but not in the, in the way but no, I am for, like, you an know. episode, episode seven, episode eight. you know, one of those, you know. So, no. No. so even, no. episode, well, even for all, for its problems, like, I still love it because it's part of the saga, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, you still have to, it's like, people act like, like, oh, you can, and you can, technically, in a storytelling perspective, you can remove Phantom Menace, and there's not really much you're missing at all. No. You're not really missing anything. I think you
1: could remove, different. I was watching, when I was, we'll get to it, but I was watching Rose of Sith today, I was like literally everything important in the entire saga that's important to the rest of the movies all happens at the final 20 minutes of, Revenge of the set. No,
0: yeah, yeah, I do agree. And it's like, you can remove so much from these three prequels from a storytelling perspective, but I think just, just, like we were talking about how that's more of just Star Wars stuff. Yeah. I think that's almost just become, like, embedded in what the saga yeah. is. And nobody even thinks of it differently. Like, I, I, always, I always joke around with people how how Anakin is a character that nobody associates with Darth Vader like ever because it's just completely different and it's almost like you thought when you saw like one two and three especially like a lot of adults probably they thought they were going to get this transition that was like very like beautifully put and all this stuff and it was going to be this very like false story that people were going to immediately be like oh that's why Anakin became Darth Vader but no it's never that it's always it's always like Anakin. it literally almost feels more so like the like the old saying that Anakin was murdered by Darth Vader because Darth Vader is such a He's drastically different character. Well it's who so Anakin is.
1: odd too, because he throws so many opportunities that could make him Darth Vader, like the death of his mother. like that could be a, a motivation enough. But it's not
0: really. It, it, it's not dived into. It's not dived into sure. if
1: if his mother was killed by, like, say, a Jedi or so something would happen, you know, something or he thought that or something. But no, she just dies and it makes him upset and he shows he shows a bit of anger. That's it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, he gets mad at Obi-Wan and that's his anger at the at the Senate. And that's it. And then by the third one, it's sort of like, oh, it's because he keeps getting visions of his wife dying. Mm-hmm. And it's such a rammed in like dying her childbirth, or childbirth. It's such a rammed in thing that it's like, what really turned him? Yeah, and, and, and we in the moment that really kind of does, it, does it, is Mace Windu fighting Sidious mm. and thinking that Sidious is is innocent, um, and it's just like or Palpatine, and it's just like such a weird like that's it, and then and, and it, it, within a second this character who is immediately turned to Darth Vader, and it's so weird, and there's yeah. not, and all this time they could have been using to build it up, they don't do a good job of it. We'll get
0: into it. a scene I hate later on in Revenge of the Sith, okay. I think it's one of the worst scenes okay. of have of Star Wars, it's something that just bothers me drastically, okay. I'm excited. but the, um, I do fully agree, it, it's weird, because also these things could have been easily connected, like yeah. connecting the dots, like, oh, his mother dies, he mm-hmm. couldn't save her, he can't save Padme, yeah. so now he's gotta do his, he's gotta do the only thing he can, something like that. But they never even dive into that. They, yeah. It's like they never... They like, like He has like maybe like a brief line, I think, in Revenge of the Sith, where he's like... He says something like... I, I, what, is this in fact Lens or Revenge of the Sith, where he's like, I won't lose you again, or something like that? I, I forget. Or I won't lose you like how I lost my mother? That's Revenge he says of the Sith. He says one line like that. Yeah, that's Revenge of the Sith. And it's so like brushed on by, and it's just there's no diving into anything with his character, losing his mother, connected to Padme, yeah. connecting all these things, yeah. and just being like he's trying to prevent people from dying.
1: Well, let's... So, I think this is a problem I have, too. And let's get into... Because we're talking about Phantom Menace. Yeah. I know we have got off topic. Sorry. Um, talking like about Anakin and the Phantom but, but yeah, no, let's talk about Anakin and the Phantom Menace. <laughs> because I think... Very rarely do I. I don't think it's just the casting. I don't think that kid is the same kid we see growing up in 2 and 3. Like, I feel like each movie is, like, really changing him. And if this was all planned out, which I know it was, but it just feels so odd that the thing
0: planned out in quotation. Sure, sure. Like, it was I mean, like it had a plan and then they switched it around because sure. people didn't like certain sure. characters, people didn't like certain things. I guarantee you that Anakin was not meant to be, like, fully grown in Attack of the Clones, but they did it simply because people didn't want to see a little
1: kid again. Well, I think the thing, too, is that it's so frustrating is that Anakin in, a, in Phantom Menace is so, like... He's too cute. Like, they make him so... Oh, he so- has no issues. He has no issues. I mean, he's, has a, he doesn't have a father. You know, he's a virgin birth, as we find out, which is really subtle uh, Christ symbolism. Um, yeah. You know, and I think it's weird because it's like they knew that in the first one, that he wasn't... Because there's really nothing wrong with him. You know, he doesn't... He, there's one scene where he gets kind of mad at Yoda, when Yoda's... But Jake Lloyd's acting so bad that you would never know that, <laughs> that he's actually angry until you've watched it multiple times when he tests him about the, you know, yeah. fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, hate leads to suffering. Um, and all that stuff. But, like, he never, like, it, it's only, it's, it's as if to the way Lucas found a way to, like, oh, he has to be evil is by getting to the second one where he's, like, oh, he's just, he's just pissed off all the time. Yeah. But there's no reason. He's just yeah. pissed off. And it, it, it feels nothing like what came before it's weird
0: yeah the uh the anakin well, he gets he gets he gets a little bit annoyed which is so funny The scene's horrible but when uh when Padme is like oh are you oh. a slave and then he's like i, <laughs> I am, am a person <laughs> my name is anakin <laughs> yeah that, oh, it's, he's a squinty yeah uh, oh. there, there's so many things i don't like about uh I, like, talking about um talking about anakin is hilarious because they he he attempted to make a perfect character, like this was going to be the perfect model of a character in the first yeah. movie, and yeah. then he was going to slowly derive into Darth Vader. Which, yeah, in in theory, it's cool to think like, oh, even the nicest person can go. Well, down. it's because it's,
1: it's the the Lucifer story. It's the angel yeah. falling from heaven. Yeah. To, you know, it's
0: and uh, it's like poetry. But right? the thing about uh oh, and um, this is connected to the uh to the uh, what I think will be in um. Uh, episode nine, because you re- you remember how the original drafts of Revenge of the Sith have about the Emperor creating? Yeah, creating using the Creating. I I have a feeling that that because I think that Ray is Ray is like connected to Palpatine in that way. I, do too. I think that they're they might use that just as a plot twist yeah. because they can connect it to the first movie, and then they can be like, oh, well, it was in George Lucas' yeah, exactly. draft? Yeah, it yeah. was George Lucas yeah, yeah. that had that in mind.
1: Yeah. They're definitely going to be doing a lot of that. Like, yeah. a lot of, like, using old George Lucas ideas that were kind of pushed to the side and then really putting them to the forefront. Oh, yeah, That's they're gonna going to be, to. like, a big thing you're going to see.
0: I don't like Anakin, though, in The Phantom Menace. Never have. Uh, Jar Jar Binks is just god awful. Everybody knows so it. Yeah. There's no point in even talking about it. I think Jar Binks.
1: I, I, I want to take this opportunity to go over to the Famous to talk about the most pointless Star Wars character in the world. And I tweeted about this the other day. I think you saw it. But um, the entire, I think the most pointless character in the Star Wars canon, and, like, a lot of fanboys are going to pissed by this, is Qui Gon Jin. Like offers nothing to the saga. Liam Neeson's Qui Gon Jinn offers nothing because, first of all, Obi wan is a Padawan of this for no reason. Yeah, there's no reason for him, his master, to be anyone but Yoda because it doesn't make any sense that an Empire Strikes Back when he goes, the Jedi master that trained me, mm-hmm. it's like Yoda. And then um, Qui Gon Jinn just dies unceremoniously. The only the only thing that makes it it makes it le- it makes the relationship between Obi wan and Anakin less interesting. Because it almost feels like Obi Wan was just saddled with this kid.
0: Oh, Obi Wan has to deal with them, this is yeah. to deal
1: with it, and that's the problem with the entire prequels. Is that you and I think one of the things that the, both versions of the Clone Wars do really well, the cartoons, is that they do a really good job of like playing like building their relationship, More building their friendship. Them, sure. yeah. They don't have any of that. There's maybe one scene in Revenge of the Sith where they're fighting, but the reason for that is because Obi Wan is just kind of doesn't like the kid from the start yeah and, and and oh qui-gon just throws it on him and the whole the whole idea of qui-gon fucks up everything and then he's not even mentioned again till the third movie at the very end and this just i think he's a pointless character and, oh he
0: is yeah um i think he's only put in there just to have the mentor die yeah because you can't have obi-wan die yeah because you
1: have to have the, you can't uh, have yoda die it's like it's like force Swickens, like we gotta solo we got every, every beginning the story has to end the, the mentor, mentor dies, dies so. at the beginning. <laughs> So it's like, it's like poetry. Yeah. It's like
0: rhymes.
2: Yeah. We're <laughs> so saying I, that a lot.
0: I think that, uh, I think that that was the only reason to have Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. I don't think he even really has a character no. necessarily. He just kind of walks around and just says, uh, I guess, a wise thing every once in a yeah. while. I don't really, he has one conversation with Anakin where he says some similar, like some wise stuff. He's like, he's like, yo, like you're, you're pretty powerful, Yeah. but you're still cool. Yeah, that's about we it. better stay that way. Yeah, that's, yeah,
1: that's better written than it
0: is. In the <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: but, like, yeah, it's just weird. I think, but the thing about Phantom Menace, though, is I want to bring up, because I don't want to be, like, just Mr. Negative about the prequels, because, like I said, we grew up with them. And I yeah. do think there's something I'm always drawn to with Phantom Menace. And I think part of it is because it's... One, it's, I would argue, the most... Um, not by much. It's the most competently directed of the three. Um, mm-hmm. In the sense that there's actually a few more sets. And, like practical locations Um, and like yeah, like it doesn't feel as stagnant in front of green screens like the other ones do. Um, I also just really like that it's the only one of the three that's shot on film and you can tell. You can tell immediately it looks more like, especially when they're on Tatooine with Anakin, it looks more like a Star Wars movie Um, and I think, you know, I think um, I will say the, one of my favorite scenes in the whole prequel actually does exist, prequels exist in the, the Phantom Menace, and it's not the Darth Maul fight, it's not, it's not the, one, or the pod race, which I enjoy. We want to get
0: into the Darth Maul fight me too. just a bit. We will, yeah. yeah.
1: But I just want to say the one thing I think actually, the scene I really like, because I think the actress who is most underrated is, I forget her name, but is the actress who plays Shmi Skywalker in Phantom Menace. and yeah. I think one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie is when Anakin is working on the Pod Racer, and, uh. Qui-Gon's talking to Shmi and he said, heard, oh, yeah. yeah and he says you know who's his father she goes he didn't have one he goes I, re- I cared for him I raised him and that whole dialogue of like him realizing how important this kid is through her and then looking at him and his pottery, is terrible. It's working! It's working! <laughs> which I hate, but I love the music there. Also, that's the other thing, too. You can't deny the, Oh, the music's The music in the yeah. prequels. And the is, dual fate's one of the best. Oh my god, the entire, I think so. I would argue that maybe the best music comes out of Star Wars comes from the prequels. And that's yeah. only because John Williams was given a shit movie to work, three shitty movies to work with, and had, like, I'm gonna make these so much better with just amazing scores. Because, like, mm-hmm. the scores are, like, Shakespearean. They're, like, like Oh, they're crazy. They're, like, they're amazing. Yeah, they're amazing. Um... So I think that's important. But yeah, no, let's. That, that was a scene I really I do appreciate. But go, let's go into it.
0: Uh, the. So somewhat of the. Uh, uh the race scene, I just feel like we just both enjoy. Yeah, I enjoy uh, the, it. But the race scene, it's fun. It's I'm a
1: sucker for action scenes that have no music and kind of just are all built on sound. Yeah. I really love that. And I love especially race chase scenes like that. And I think pod scene scenes The pod
0: racers sound great. The, 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 yeah, there's that one part books. where the
1: Sebulba is right behind
0: him. And it's just...
1: I just love that noise. It's so cool. I love the one where he flies off the thing. Yeah. Wum, 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 wum. Wum. yeah. Yeah. Because like well, that's, that's Ben Burt, you know, the greatest sound designer ever, just kind of going at it. Like, he has a whole Scene. It it, it is too long. Everyone says it's too long, and it is. But I do enjoy it a lot. Oh, it's fun. Yes,
0: Uh, I think that the Darth Maul fight, um, going segwaying from that into just like the two fun scenes quotations. um, I've never found the Darth Maul scene to be that good. Uh, I and I think the for me it's the most overrated Jedi fight or lightsaber fight, just for one reason, and I think it's simply because. Not even due to the fact that there's not really a lot of like emotional connection between all these characters, but also because there's so much else going on, and it detracts so much from the lightsaber of duel. Like you mean like in the yeah scene, there's, like, there's well it, Star Wars does this thing they where, always have like um, noticed they yeah. have they have multiple things going on at the very end yeah at the very end um, a New Hope had one thing Empire Strikes Back two, two things. things Return of the Jedi three, three things so then Phantom Menace <laughs> is like let's have Four things. <laughs> exactly. and I was like, okay, four is a push it Yeah, idea. so you got the you push got the
1: gungan it. fight, you got the Padme and her people, the most boring one, go storming the, the yep. castle.
0: Anakin destroying the droid control And, she, and, set, and then and then the, the, the lightsaber
1: duel. And the people forget is like you're right, because like that lightsaber duel is pretty fucking short. Like if you yeah. actually isolate that light, it's yeah. probably two minutes.
0: Yeah. It's great, but it's so it's so detracted just due to the fact that all this other shit going on, and it's like three other things that are all not as fun. Yeah, they're all substantially not as fun. Yeah, and two of them are just dumb. Yeah, like the the gun gun fight with Jar Jar Binks accidentally killing things is so stupid. I know the do they both accidentally kill things? Anakin <laughs> accidentally destroys a whole Jedi control base. like Can you imagine being a soldier? Like flying around in space in this fucking nine year old. Well, that's just you the robot chicken the... sketch. Or no, i Oh that.
1: my god, there's a robot chicken. One of the few funny later robot chicken Star Wars sketches is this, there's one where Anakin's like, yippee, and he like after he destroys the the ship, mm-hmm. and they're like, wait a second, you just hear the voices like, come. Is that a little fucking kid? <laughs> like I think it's a kid. <laughs> what the hell? And he's like he's like hey He's like it's a. I think it's a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> he's like Aw. <laughs> But yeah, you're right. It's like so stupid. And then. Um, but yeah, no the the Gungan fight's terrible. The Gungan fight has some of the worst like Star Wars dialogue ever. Like, I always cringe when he, I give up. I give up. I give, I give up. up. That was bad. <laughs> um, when uh, the, the actually really cool effect of all the battle droids coming out of the, the ship mm-hmm. and it's like the cool sound. And there's no sound, and then it's immediately punctuated by a one of the Gungans going, "Ouch!" Time. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> I remember that. And then, right I, I thought you were gonna say the one where Jar Jar interrupts it too, and Jar Jar's like, "Steady, steady." <laughs> I'm like, "Why can't we just have cool scene?" With also, I
1: tweeted the out. other day, and I was really proud of it. I was watching Phantom Menace, and they called a, "Give me the Boomer, Boomer." And I said, "Okay, Boomer." <laughs> <laughs> He's like,
2: "Me, don't have a Boomer." It's <laughs> so <laughs> oh.
1: It's really bad. Yeah, it's really bad. But yeah, no, I, yeah. But no, the, I was guessing about the dark ball fight. Though, is that was um, that. I think it's aged really poorly, though.
2: A little bit, yeah. A little, I, th- I think
1: I think it's fun, but I think some of the green screen, especially when they get into the um, the engine room, mm-hmm. looks really rough. Like you can see the edges around them, and and yeah. I think I also think too, it's just um, and this is a fight about. As a kid, I like the prequel fights a lot. I think everyone mm-hmm. everyone talks about, like the prequel fights are like the best fight scenes ever. They're yeah. so great, you and know. Call they into have, the attack it, the clones, Count Dooku. Oh, God, that one's <laughs> awful. But there's like, but even though there, know, there's barely any emotion in them at all. Um, but the thing that, when you rewatch them is that, yeah, they're flashy and they're cool, but they don't, they don't look like they're trying to kill each other. Like, they're just, they're just, like, they're, they put their lightsabers up in a way that is clearly choreographed. Like, mm-hmm. we're hitting each other's lightsabers. We're not trying to hit you. I'm just, we have to hit our, each other's lightsabers at the perfect time. It's, like, weird. It's mm-hmm. really awkward. It
0: also is, like, a dance.
1: It's a dance. And that's yeah. the problem is, and there's, I was watching, I was watching Avengers Sith today, when that final fight with Obi-Wan, it's like. It's a cool scene, but during that fight, they just all all of a sudden just start spinning their lightsabers together.
0: Yeah, it's, it's so, for no reason. It's so it's so awkward, and yeah. uh, and I I mean don't get me wrong, there are certain things I feel like kind of um, are a little bit underrated in the Phantom Menace. Like I I do personally think I and I've mentioned this in actually my video, but uh, I do like how during the Darth Maul fight. There's a whole entire scene where there's, like, an obvious contrast between Darth Maul and Qui-Gon whenever Qui-Gon's sitting down. Oh, that's the Darth best Maul. scene. That's one yeah, of the best scenes in the movie. And then you just see Obi-Wan in the way back, and he's, like, super <laughs> yeah, angry. and yeah, that yeah. He's pissed. And that, should just... be, that should be Obi-Wan and Anakin, though. It should be. should be. I mean, should the, be, they, they shouldn't... That's what I'm saying. Like,
1: should, like the series should start with... Because yeah. Obi-Wan's so hot-headed in Phantom Menace.
0: They, they do... It's one of those things where George Lucas watched all three of the originals, and he saw heard that one line where he's like, "So oh was God, that, I." Remember? Remember he was like, let's double down on so that. So
1: it's like, he, he becomes, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Um, But yeah, no, like, yeah, that scene's great. In fact, that scene, it's funny, my dad always told me that when he saw Phantom Menace, he saw it all the time, he saw it multiple times in theaters, because he was so excited for a new Star Wars mm-hmm. movie, and he remembers two scenes. One, he says, well, he, he saw it with a friend. And he went back to my mom the next day and was like, oh honey, it was so good. It was so great. He's like, there's a scene, where Darth Maul is 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 pacing like like an animal and, and Qui-Gon is, is is just sits there and he starts praying. It's like it's he goes, it's it's so perfect. He's like, it's so amazing. And I do love that scene. Like, that scene's great that contrast yeah. is great. my the way my dad described it was like, oh my god, it's so great. And then my friend to my dad said, Yeah, well he still dies in the end anyway. And he's like, Fuck you. <laughs> it's good. But then um, That scene and then I remember my my dad always for some reason because of my way my dad describes it too but there's this simple it's such a simple scene but the very beginning Qui Gon sticks his lightsaber in the door and he turns it trying to and the music the it's the first time you hear in the the oh you've told me about
0: it did you not like whisper to your my dad was my dad
1: was like I I don't know how anyone can hate this movie
0: (laughs) (laughs) he said I don't know how anyone it cuts to this is impossible. (laughs) Shoot it! Oh, no, that's that's later. How that like, about earlier on when they're like this. They're like, like uh, they're like they should be dead by now. Destroy what's left of them.
1: I like, <laughs> I like, I like, shoot her or something. Yeah, Attack of the clones. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's oh man! Great. Yeah, no, there's we should be, we should, there should be a whole podcast just this quoting. It's
0: just quoting the quote you dude. You could literally make an hour of just bad quotes from prequel. I swear, <laughs> I. But yeah, no. Is there? Do we have any last thoughts about the? Phantom I was gonna
1: say, um, not really. I mean, not really. I mean, I think it's 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 thought of as the most disappointing thing ever by a lot of people. A lot of people love yes. it. A lot of people. A lot of people. My generation love, it, but I think even people our generation say it's the worst one. I think we would disagree and say that the next movie we're talking about is the worst Star Wars movie. If you're
0: not including the Clone Wars movie, and if you're well, sure, yeah, if you're not or solo a lot about, of like, I hate yeah. solo. Well, we'll talk about. We're gonna talk about solo. Are the we third are, one? Yeah, we're are, talking about the sequels and, and the okay, so we forgot uh, to okay two spinoffs. Cool, cool, cool cool um oh.
1: but yeah no i um no I, I it's not the worst star wars movie i don't think but it is it is bad it's what it's it's understandably hated and i think that's the thing to talk about fandom this is that like it seems like we're just kind of running in circles talking about things everyone talks about in these movies so
0: it's always the case yeah, yeah. i mean Phantom is i do personally think it's a uh in comparison to some of the other movies like attack of the clones um even like uh yeah, even the two spin-off movies because I'm not a big fan of either one to be mm. honest with you. I think in comparison, even though I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna even bother saying like Phantom Menace is better than Rogue One or anything yeah. like that. I'm not gonna bother acting yeah. like that. I do think in comparison, it's a little bit underrated, or at least underappreciated. Sure, it's probably the right word because because sure. it does deserve a lot of appreciation yeah. for a lot of things it did. Yeah, but yeah. We can segue into our favorite of the bunch, Attack of the Clones, of the Clones which is a horrible title, by the it's way. It's the worst title.
1: Out- you ever seen that? Video? There's a great video of, um, I think it's uh, either on this premiere or like for an awards ceremony of um, Ewan McGregor's promoting Moulin Rouge. He just did this incredible movie with Baz Luhrmann and, you know, this arthouse beautiful film. And yet, funny enough, they actually had to tear down the beautiful sets for... While he was there from Moulin Rouge to put up all the green screens for Attack of the Clones, <laughs> and apparently, Ewan McGregor says to this day it was like the most depressing thing <laughs> <he> ever. <had. laughs> but apparently, on on that red carpet, he's being interviewed, and a lady says, uh, "You know, the new Star Wars movie is called Attack. Of, it was just announced. The new Star Wars movie is called Attack of the Clones." And he's like, "I just heard that." He's like. It's like, I thought it was a joke. She said, and he, he looks the Nicole Kim and he's like, did you hear that? She goes, no. She's like, the new Star Wars movie I'm in is called Attack of the Clothes. She goes, "She goes, no, it's not. He goes, it is. And he's like, <laughs> he's like is that worse than Phantom Menace? I don't know. <laughs> it's like so, It's but it's, yeah, it's a terrible, Phantom Menace is a terrible title too, but Attack of the Clothes oh, is yeah. an even worse title. Because I remember everyone being like, <laughs> there's this great clip in a documentary called uh, People vs. George Lucas, where they talk about the day that all the fans sat around the TV waiting for the reveal of the new Star Wars title. And it was like the phantom menace and they were all like what the fuck does that mean yeah. and the attack of the clones is just like another step back it's just the dumbest title yeah. but anyway um I'll, I'll i'll try to explain the plot of attack of the clones
0: okay yeah you can you can take attack of the clones go for it
1: um attack of the clones is about um there's been an attempt on senator avatala's wife uh Oh man, that's what's complicated too. Actually, yeah, I was thinking about it for a second. It's like I have to think about the plot. Okay, so there's been an attack on the senators of um, um, it's Padme's life. So they bring in two Jedi, one both of which are Obi Wan Kenobi and a now grown nineteen uh, year old Anakin Skywalker, who has creepily been really thinking about Padme for ten years straight ever since he met her as a little kid. Um, which means that this nineteen year old has been fantasizing about fourteen year old in his mind. But that's fine. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so they meet up. He's, uh, another assassination attempt is made on her by, um, b- a bounty hunter, um, orchestrated by Django Fett, the father of Boba Fett, um, and he has to protect, he has to stay with her and protect her while Obi-Wan finds out the secrets of what's happening, and a separatist plot that is feeding into the, trying to kill the senator and, um... And all the while, Obi-Wan also discovers that a Jedi Master um, attempted to make a clone army.
0: Shock... Oh, wait, no, it wasn't to you. No, it's
1: no. Uh, ma- sa- st- uh, Master Sifo-Dyas. S- Sifo-Dyas. It sounds like is S- that S- a real person, D- or is that, uh, like, a person that...
0: No, it's uh, Count Dooku... B- no, it was no. It is a real person, yeah, but, Count- is- but he died, and then Count Dooku said, "Oh, Saifidius wanted this because Count Dooku is the one who wanted this." Is Clone warship, shit, but like, oh, yeah, the- he wanted he wanted the clone army to be made, so means they can all be programmed to change the moment he says the execute order sixty six. It's so complicated. The the chip, there's a bunch of chips yeah. I know that. I just, just watched that episode. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so
1: but yeah. he finds a clone army. Um And the Jedi have to kind of deal with getting a clone army at their side, even though we're supposed to be peace bringers, not warriors. Um, And it all ensues in a giant clusterfuck of a battle at the end Mm -hmm. um, that people think is so flashy that it makes the movie good, but it's terrible.
0: Do you think, uh, while on topic, because I'm going to forget to ask this, do you think that the, um, I've always thought about this, do you think the peace bringers and warriors line and them them becoming basically soldiers um, is... Do you think that was done on purpose to show off the hypocrisy of the Jedi? I think
1: so. I mean, I think...
0: Because yeah. I, I don't think George Lucas is dumb. No, I don't just, think yeah, so either. Yeah.
1: I think I think he's just... He's, he, I think... I
0: think he does execute things correctly Well, that's the whole all. thing about
1: the original trilogy is that it's about bringing peace to a galaxy that has no longer had peace. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's so frustrating about... We'll get into this later. But why people don't like The Last Jedi is because the Jedi were flawed. Like, the Jedi yeah. Order was flawed. It was George Lucas has said that. Yeah, it's, flawed, it's yeah. A p- hypocritical. It doesn't allow love. And yet, to what extent, you know, we never know. And it's yeah. all this stuff. And I think that's the one interesting thing about the. If I can give one interesting about Tackle of the Clones, is that it- that line in the final moment of, o- of Yoda saying, you know, become the Clone Wars has, and him being, like, really sad about it because it's like we are we are now pawns we are we are now we are now warriors like we are no longer mm-hmm. peace bringers we are warriors and you know i think but it's it's so convoluted too though because this is also the first movie that gives yoda our hero who is about bringing peace to the galaxy and using the force and only the force it gives him a lightsaber and i think yeah. that that in contrast with what mace windu said about we're peace bringers not warriors is such is the perfect problem Like, a perfect encapsulation of the entire problem with the prequels.
0: There's a lot of, there's a lot of that, like, because, and people, like, talk about, like, how, like, excited they were when they saw Yoda do, like, a lightsaber fight, and I'm just like, I I don't, I can be, I can be fully honest saying this, that I think that if I was an adult and saw that, I'd just be kind of, like, rolling my eyes. Well, I showed it to a,
1: I showed it to a friend once who had never seen the prequels, Mm. and they started laughing, like, when he did it. Like the yeah, second he pulled the lightsaber, they laughed, and I was like, "Yeah, I was like how do people think this was badass?" Even as a kid, I always thought it was like cool but weird. It's like, always been
0: the worst. Even as a little kid, it's always been the worst lightsaber fight too. It's a, yeah, it's a you terrible
1: know. fight. There's no, it's boring. It's especially
0: the part with Anakin and Count Dooku too. That's just yeah, it's all completely. it is is just shots of them just spinning their. Well, lightsabers. They're trying. They're
1: trying to do like it's trying. Luke is trying to be artistic. Like, ooh, I'm gonna like this whole, which, which would be cool. And like, if someone like a Abrams or a Johnson or. Kurt Irvin Kirchner or anyone who wasn't George yeah. just directed it. Uh, the idea that the only light source for this fight is the two lightsabers—that's cool, but all it is is just awkward close-ups of Hayden Christensen. Yeah, it, doesn't even, really going, like oh. it
0: doesn't even look like they're It doesn't even look like their No, the it's really weird. And then you have like a CGI occasionally, like a slightly CGI version of a of a uh, of a Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee, yeah. And um, it just looks really awkward. Yeah, it looks horrible. It um, looks awful every every time. It looks terrible how about how about we start off with this one cuz we already jumped to the worst fucking part about the movie. Um how about You think that's the worst part? Well, I think there's it, a lot. There's worse. a lot of bad stuff. That's yeah. I mean like worse isn't like worse lightsaber duel, but like how about we start off with a big part about the movie, uh the romance between yeah, Anakin and Padme. Ooh.
1: I mean it's like what can we say that hasn't been said about this stuff? Even people that defend this movie agree that that's like the cringiest stuff. Um I don't know, man. It's just it come it, you know today's day and age. Not only does it come off awkward, it comes off creepy. Like, oh
0: no, yeah, Anakin actually gives off like 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 a part of my French, but rapey. Bodies. No, he does. Yeah, he gives out like off like
1: like scary, like yeah, like you know, like he's like he. And he's, I don't think it was intentional. No, I, I think yeah. it was meant to be charming, but like there's this one shot where he's like, "I'm sorry, my lady," and she walks away, like so staring. Camp, yeah, and she, she literally does, he looks. He just
0: says. He just she just told him, Do not look at me like yeah. that. And he continues like, like to stare uh, at her and it's it's, it's scary. scary. The dialogue, I will say, and this might be like a somewhat of an unpopular opinion, I don't think so, but um the dialogue I think I think it stays just as bad between them both for all three movies, but I think there's just way more of it. In the yes. Because a lot of people comment, like, the dialogue is horrible. I'm like, dialogue in Revenge of the Sith between the Well, yeah, any scene hell. where
1: him and Padme are together in Revenge of it's the Sith, always up until maybe, I would argue, the final one, is pretty bad. I mean, it's still bad, but this one, there's just so much of it. And I think, um, yeah, it's just, it's just like, painful. I think, to me, everyone talks about the sand scene. The I hate sand, it's rough, of course, mm. everywhere, and him touching her and everything. But to me, the worst part comes later. Which is when they're in the, uh, they're sitting in front of the fireplace, and he talks about, like, that forbidden kiss that should, you know, he has this whole thing about, like, and that kiss haunts me to my very soul, and he's like, if you're feeling the same way I feel, then please tell me, and he, like, starts crying. That's the word. that's where it's, like...
0: It's very, it's trying to be Shakespearean. That's where, yeah, yeah,
1: any you know, any opinions you have on Force Awakens or Last Jedi, or even Solo or whatever, like you you really think that... You eight,
0: reevaluate that movie. Yeah, you you
1: need to... Th- if you think anything in that scene is worse than attack, that scene, Attack of the Clones. Like, I was fine. I almost did, when I was ranking Star... I ranked star I'll do it again when 9 comes out, but I was going to rank the Star Wars movie. I almost did put Solo beneath 2, because I really... I have... Solo is weird because I have no connection with it. I just have no emotional connection with it mm-hmm. at all. It's the one Star Wars movie I have no desire to revisit. I just... It's not even a terrible movie, it's just a movie that I feel is so, like bleh yeah, and th- so there for me therefore i would put but and then i keep but then i think of scenes in attack of the clones that are just so painful and i'm like i can't like it attack of the clones is the worst but that scene in particular kind of solidifies it for me where i'm like or the scene when he uh he gives her the pear and he goes, oh, oh there's me-
0: the cgi pear <laughs> that is horrible and it's so
1: awkward because like she has to awkwardly bite like nothing that's there but yeah no
0: she bites nothing out there you see like a pear like float into her mouth it's no, it's so bad. <laughs> and I don't know why they couldn't just have a real pair. It's, it's, it's so awkward. crazy.
1: And then he says, uh, if Master Obi-Wan saw me doing this, he'd be very grumpy. And I hate Just the way... It, I think it's awkward, too, because I think Hayden Christian is not a bad actor. Like oh, I not. I don't. And I, I've seen him in other things. Not a lot. Sadly, because Star Wars kind of ruined his career. Yeah. But um, he's not bad. And I think... We've said this a million times before, but the scenes in um, the prequels where he doesn't have a lot of dialogue he's really able to yeah, shine he's actually good. because he's, because he's, because he's not having to work with some of the shitty, because even you and McGregor, who people say is, are the best parts of the movie. And maybe he is, but like, even when he gives dialogue, it's like, there's some groaners. <laughs> like here's someone who's mm-hmm. really like, he's really, it's really bad, but
0: he's really trying. They both are poor. Yeah. And are. Natalie Portman
1: by the third one, who I feel like at that point was like, I'm a big actor now. Like I'm going to give it my all. And she's really trying to, <laughs> it's yeah. just like a mess.
0: It's, it's crazy. The, um, uh, a little a little from i did you do you know the um the hardest scene from the animate in that entire movie do you know what's the hardest scene? because it has to do with their romance which is hilarious that you would think that that has to be the oh man
1: okay it's the So rom- because I, I was gonna say count with cg but um i don't know um is it the when he's riding the stupid nope.
0: that was apparently the hardest thing they said that was miserable well, I'll,
1: I'll let them know that their hard work didn't pay off
0: because, yeah, it, look. whenever my, like, it even looks. when I saw that
1: in theaters, my dad always said, like, we were like, I've taken, like, that scene looks terrible. Because he always, his arms, because he gets on top of this thing and he's riding yeah. it for her, and he gets on top of this, and his arms look like they're fucking Mr. Fantastic like they're like like all over here and he looks like Scooby Doo it looks so stupid yeah yeah yeah. that was the the hardest
0: yeah they've they've gone on record saying like that that was like hell for them to make that well they said it took them weeks to just hang around like you know I could imagine them finishing and being like this still looks like shit
1: but fuck (laughs) it like just turn it in like I don't care
0: like we're done. We're moving on. Those yeah.
1: creatures, by the way, are so ugly. Like, this is their oh, design. they look like ticks. Uh, yeah, they, that's because they They're are. They are like
0: fat ticks. It's hilarious. It's so ugly. And and then Anakin just rides on what He fakes getting run over. And then he, like, grabs <laughs> her, like, forcefully. Like, just pulls her down. <laughs> he and does. Rolls with her. That was so
1: awkward. Like, it's just so... That's the thing about the romance, is that it's so, like, um... Imagine acting. Oh my God. Well, it's Ooh. it's like it's like little girl diary. Bro. Oh, it is. You know, it's like it's like oh, we'll go out of the fields and we'll talk in front of these beautiful waterfalls. Like the thing about like you know we could argue that this part's creepy too. But in, in Empire Strikes Back, when uh, Han talks to Leia and they kiss, there's real chemistry there, and they're in a and they're in a, and what's great about it is they're in a, a place that isn't. It's like a dirty. It's like the Falcon, and yet you feel this this chemistry between them. Um, But Lucas feels that in order to display romance, he has to put it in this beautiful, like, Niagara Falls behind them, and it's so stupid. He
0: wants it to be this, like, like, almost, like, historical thing. Like, he wants it to be, like, uh, um, wording it correctly, he wants it to be, like, like, you'll read, like, like like greek mythology or like shakespearean tales it's trying to be like these the he he pictures it as like these beautiful things these like the the romance is the most gorgeous thing in the story and it's like he never captures that at all because it it comes off as like yeah um it comes off as two little girls uh that uh that that all they do is just rant about each other to everybody else but never have enough courage to be able to tell each other how they feel about each other and on top of that, they're both, like, grown-ass people. And
1: also, too, it just, it just feels like fan fiction. It, feel, it just feels like... Oh, it does. Like, it, feels it feels like, like It feels, like, like terrible, like, it seems like... It's like if someone made the cover of those, like, terrible romance novels you see at the checkout line at Barnes yeah. & Noble, like, made those a movie. Like, that's what it feels like. It's just it's just terrible. And it's on top of a Star Wars movie, and no one, like, no one wanted to see it. Oh, that. nobody wants it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the, um... Uh, the, besides the pear scene, the fireplace scene, the, um... Uh, the sand scene, yeah. the tick scene, the, um, <laughs> <All> <laughs> they're, they're every single scene with them is absolutely terrible. Even the you scene- had to pick the best scene with them both. My favorite is the before they go out in the arena.
1: That's mine too. I would also say it's a small one. Um, I kind of like the scene. It's it's like so small, mm-hmm. but it's the scene right before they go out to Geonosis where she's like, "You follow my lead," and he's like, oh, "What's he say to her?" He says something like, "Um." Tactical is the one I watch the least, clearly. Uh, but he says, "Oh, because she wants to take charge or something." He like respects that and her, and he goes
0: with her. I I can't remember the line. There's a part. I think I know what part you're talking about. It's is the part right before they're about to leave, and then she's like, "Well, I'm going to go help Obi Wan or something." Yeah, like that. he kind of smiles and at her, then, and, then, and then and then he's like, "He's he's supposed to be sentenced to protect her." Yeah, and then she's like, "So so if you want to so if you want to follow orders, you'll follow me or something like yes. that." And then he he like kind of smiles at her. That's
1: like ki- that feels kind of Yeah.
0: That's, that's more chemistry. Like, there it is feels, actual it feels there. That
1: feels like I like that part. And I like... Yeah, that's the part I'm talking about. Sorry. Right before they go to Genosis after Tatooine. Um, that's... And, and I guess I guess the scene before they go... You know, any scene where they're actually in a real set? <laughs> like, on a real... Like, I don't even... I, I mean, it's terrible. It's stupid. But the... And it's She should have run away immediately this moment. But the whole, like... I hate them, you know. Like I slaughtered them like animals. Like it's bad. It's bad, but their acting isn't terrible. Like
0: Have you ever thought about how like Padme dated this guy who like literally talks about murdering? I know she like, like, like and she's just
1: like that's not her cue to run away. She's like it's okay, it's okay. We're all under like
0: and then and then like a scene later they're like kissing or something. So and It's dumb. like it's like dude, like you really think this girl's like attracted this guy who literally just talks about murdering like families in like a village, and it, it's. You always forget. I always forget that they're in Luke's little hut just because of how like yeah how disconnected. It, well, that the doesn't whole even feels. Yeah, that
1: like the way it's shot too doesn't even look like it. It's it's just weird. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I was like, that doesn't even feel like the same room. That it always feels weird
0: because they visit multiple places where Luke was. In yeah, the trilogy, it just and never, it never feels, like feels like it. The only no. the closest one is the outside when they're when they're. That's like kind of cool,
1: and that's it, yeah. and then. Yeah, you're right the hut like you're right, they go inside and they're even in the same room that Luke. They're in the
0: table too? Yeah,
1: and there's the scene where Luke is talking to uh, to Luke and to three PO and R2, right? Where he just got there mm-hmm. and he's playing with his T eighteen or T sixteen fighter and it's like that's same, you would never even guess it's the same room because that's the way it's shot. It's like Lucas just goes, Yeah, here it is. It's not like like I'm not saying that everything should be fan servicey and like boom, here it is. Like here's an important thing, but compare that to like when you're on the Falcon for the first time in The Force Awakens, where it's mm-hmm. like, We're back. You know, like we're back in the Falcon. Like and you're like, Oh my god, Luke's hut. And you're like, yeah, here it is. Here it is. There you're on the you're like, yeah, it's there, it's there. It's all yeah. that stuff. It's just funny. But um I'll also say too, one of the things I do kind of like, like, the only scene I would say I kind of, um, is when Shmi's dying, and Anakin's there to comfort her. Yeah. I think the acting there is kind of nice.
0: No, that scene's great. That's one of the and best I, scenes of the entire movie. And then he, and then he kills
1: the, like, that's a good scene. Like, that's a solid scene. And then scene.
0: he cut the Yoda, and he, like, feels kind of disturbed. Yeah, he, yeah, so that's it, fine. It's all fine.
1: You hear awkwardly, hear Liam Neeson going, no, no, you never do, that's quite gon that's yeah. That's, that's Qui-gon, true, yeah. Qui-Gon, Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so. That's true. I was thinking about that. I was like, wait, who was the
1: house? Oh, can we I Oh, I think we should talk about that's a big it was a big draw for this movie, um, is uh, is Django Fett. Um, because it's just so like whatever, like like Oh, it's not that good, no. And the clones could have been anyone, but like they just decided to make it Django Fett's dad.
0: Boba Fett's dad?
1: Boba Fett's sorry, Boba Fett's yeah, dad. Yeah. And, and it's like what's the point, other than just to have a Mandalorian in the movie? You know, someone who looks like Boba Fett. Yeah. And then, like, even... <laughs> and just the fact that Boba Fett is now a clone.
0: Oh, it's just the reason... The only reason why it's there is just to have Boba Fett in the movie. That's it.
1: It's, like, it's it just... And the fact that Boba Fett's a clone just overcomplicates everything. There's
0: no reason why Jango Fett was even picked to be no, cloned. No, no. Like, we no. already established earlier, before we even started this, that he's not even Mandalorian. Well, that's really. what we're talking about,
1: like, when we... When we talk about narrowing down, like, making the universe still smaller... It's that kind of shit, where it's like, wait, Obi-Wan knew who Boba Fett was, and, like, what? And, the, like, R2 knew. It's just so, like, why would these characters all yeah. be in the same place? I do, I'm okay, I'm, I'll am i give the 3PO R2 thing a, a pass, because I like the idea of 3PO and R2 being the kind of all-seeing narrators that are always there. I yeah. like that. But whenever you, you throw a Boba Fett and stuff in there, and it's like why you know it's There's just, no point
0: and boba fett doesn't even do anything he, he, no. he, he sees he's not even in the third movie for god's sake no. he's literally just there he's for just like there a for... quick bit sees his dad dying and that's it they just wanted
1: to be able to put on the posters that there was a mandalore a, a boba fett like looking character mm-hmm. on the movie as jango fett and yeah. like and that was it and it was just like so all the
0: all the clone stuff a lot of it feels like filler regardless of how cool it is a lot of yeah it
1: feels. i mean i still i don't some people say the final, like, battle of Attack of the Clones is what makes it worth it, and I think it's just... To me, it's just a light show that's really uninteresting, and none of the fight scenes are that great. The only fight I would say I actually kind of like is when they're fighting the creatures before they the get their lights... The they stuff. Before the, before arena, they, the, the lightsabers yeah. get involved, because when they're just trying to survive, it's like a, it's like George Lucas is on a Ray Harryhausen movie or something. Yeah. Like, they have to fight these creatures, and that's really fun. And as a guy who, like, loves monster movies and stuff, I really like that And then once
0: Mace one shows up, this party over. Oh, uh, and then it's shit and then, and then, then it's then, like yep it is over i'm done Nobody yeah it's right exactly <laughs> and then
1: it's just it's just everyone's like oh but with the clones and um the, like there's that yeah, one shot we talked about with like, the fog with the mist like the gray uh the orange like smoke when um the the oh, cl- are yeah, shooting yeah, each yeah. other and it's like you kind of it's like yeah it looks cool but who cares because like you don't have any there's no one on the ground that you care about it's just dispensable droids with dispensable clones and i understand the clone yeah. wars like makes them more Cuman, whatever, yeah. but it's, like, who gives a shit. And well,
0: also, the Clone Wars does it differently, too, because the Clone yes. Wars doesn't just have, like, these, like, massive battles going on. It usually takes, like, a group of, like, four people, yeah. and you can focus more on what is happening rather than just having, like, 40 bajillion clones yeah. shooting at stuff. Yeah. And, um... The, the arena stuff is kind of ruined once the lightsaber stuff comes down just due to the fact that you have the C-3PO and right. R2-D2 stuff in there. It right. reminds me of the Darth mall thing where it's yeah. like, everybody's like, well, that's just so good. I'm like, do you remember like all the stuff that detracts from it? Which is like the C-3PO and R2-D2 jokes yeah. with him dragging around his head and all oh that God. shit. Yo, this is such a drag. it's it's Yeah, it's horrible. They, uh, uh Die, Jedi dogs? Oh, what am I saying? <laughs> oh,
1: I didn't go to the part that I hate... Maybe the most, which is the, the droid factory scene. The droid factory is just terrible. so gross. It's just an ugly scene. It's so, like, just thrown in there, just to have an action scene. I hate that part. It's, it's that, that filler. In it's that all filler. All Star Wars movies, yeah. Every Star Wars movie. I mean, I complained about um, Force Awakens and Last Jedi having that problem, too, where it's like Force Awakens has the Wrath Tar scene, you know? And. The Last Jedi has the father scene, and you know the original movies. You know the original movies were able to fit in that kind of moment while still being able to. make mm-hmm. a, But the thing about, unlike Force Awakens or Last Jedi or whatever, is that that filler is what all Attack of the Clones is. Attack of the Clones is just all that shit I hate in one movie. More more so than Phantom Menace, I think.
0: Yeah, if you had to pick, a least and favorite scene to end off least favorite movies. and favorite scene like yeah my, okay. and um we already kind of discussed why the yoda scene is pretty shitty the yoda and kind like of um yeah well well that that scene just the fact that yoda's like a pacifist and the fact that he's whipping out yeah it's like so secret, dumb. It's dumb um but yeah
1: i'd say my least favorite is probably the the scene in the the uh, in the fireplace lit room with Padme and Anakin talking about how much you know, never been love and kiss is, is awful. Um, and I'd say the best scene... I don't know. I mean, there are things I like I, I like... Like, I dislike less than others. Like, I like the... I don't mind the chase through Coruscant. It goes on way too long. Except the part where Obi-Wan says... It says, Anakin, how many times have I told you never drive through power Mm -hmm. (laughs) couplings? I hate that part. I don't know. My favorite part, though, I guess, I think it might be when they're fighting the the creatures at the, like that part. And, you know, I don't mind the fight with Obi-Wan and Django when he's in the rain. So maybe those two things. But again, it's such filler. It's like, who cares? What about you?
0: I think for me, it is my least favorite scene in Attack of the Clones. Um, I think I actually might hate the. I I really 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 hate the idea of Yoda fighting Mm -hmm. Dooku, and I think it's the idea of it I hate more, not even necessarily the scene. Execution, yeah. I think that all the romance stuff is worse than that scene. Yeah. But I think the idea, I've always seen Yoda as the type of person, not even that he just uses the force, but also if he wanted to kill you, he would just snap his finger in your brain with a right. like, fucking explosion gonna well, I was
1: going to get into that later with Rin, so we keep going. Yeah. And
0: um, uh, the fact that he's fighting and flipping around and acting like a fucking toad yeah, and um, is just absurd to me. And I just think like, it's horrible. I think my favorite scene is probably either the Shmi death scene. Mm-hmm. Um, the part with the music, and even though it goes on just a tad bit too long, the part with the music matching up with Anakin going to go find his mother—that's back to back. That part, yeah. yeah, that part's cool. And um,
1: they—they they, they actually fun fact—they they, they pull out Duel dual the fates the music from, um, Obi Wan and fighting Darth Maul three times throughout the series. They play it once during the big fight, the second time in that part, and the third time and randomly absurd and redundant
0: I don't even remember it in *Revenge of the Sith*. Yeah, the,
1: um, when uh, when uh, Darth Sidious is throwing the. Sith, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah! I
0: remember yeah. that. Yeah, because I all I can remember is battle of the heroes. Yeah, that's the that's the our fight. Yeah. Um. Sorry about you. No, no, yeah, that I think that probably is my favorite scene, and him whatever burying his mom and that stuff. Yeah. But uh, besides right after that, when he starts fucking bitching again, it's like <laughs> all right, I don't need to hear this. Yeah. Exactly. So, that being said,
1: *Revenge of the Sith*.
0: Only good title in the whole prequel. It's a great title. Yeah, that's I a guess. really good that's
1: like that's because well because it was Return of the Jedi I was Revenge of the Jedi, so that's like a perfect kind of callback, and it's also just kind of a a nice like. I think one thing I'll say, about, can I, is I know I did it twice in a row. But can I do the Potter end of, of this because I actually can
0: do it. You can do this one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Did you? Oh, do you want to do it? No, no, you can do it.
1: Okay. Do want? But we can. I'll do one. You do one. I'll do my version of the plot.
0: Okay, okay, see if we have different versions of okay. what the plot is. Because I
1: think that's what's cool about Revenge of Sith, is I think the plot is, is one of the good things about the movie is that the the title is simple, just like the plot is a bit more simple than the previous ones. Still some shit we don't need. But um, overall plot of Revenge of Sith is that Anakin um, has been denied the seat of council uh, on the Jedi Order. Um, he can't, so he's not, can't, can't be a Jedi Master on the council. He's a council member, but he can't be a Jedi Master. And he is starting to think the Jedi don't care for him. Um, and Palpatine is using this to his advantage to the fullest extent to turn him to the dark side, and that is sort of the end of Anakin's reign as he becomes Darth Vader, and that it's sort of the destruction of everything we've seen slowly start to fade away, this idea of peace in the galaxy, and slowly this sort of imperial, this empire is being built around this. uh, the, the Jedi Order falling apart, and it consumes Darth Vader. Excuse me, I can skyward come to our Vader, and we end exactly where the original trilogy kind of started off. But what do you think? What's your description? I feel like you're like
0: a very... Uh, uh, mine's definitely where we're convoluted. <laughs> okay. Because the I, I it... I think there's a lot... Because it was funny, as I was
1: saying it, I was like, that sounds really simple. I feel like but there's a lot of other shit that I'm missing. Yeah.
0: Um, for me, it's a story that starts off with people going to go save Chancellor Palpatine, mm-hmm. Lloyd Sidious, from General Grievous. When General Grievous is working for... Lord Sidious, um, and, uh, they, they kill Count Dooku to save him, who, both of which are working for Lord Sidious, um, and I don't know if they know that Chancellor Palpatine's Lord Sidious or not, but, uh, I think they do, um, well, I don't know, because, because, um, I don't that know if, is true. I don't know if General Grievous ever did knew. I don't know if Count Dooku ever knows, because Count Dooku doesn't act like he knows what the fuck is happening. Yeah, and um, That's true. And uh, on top of that, General Grievous kidnapped Ch- Chancellor Palpatine to maybe lure in the Jedi's, but then what was really the... Per- I don't know, dude. And yeah, no, no okay, <laughs> but continuing, yeah. The So they get Chancellor Palpatine, they bring him back. Uh, there's a whole thing that has to do with, like the the killing the general grievous because he's the leader of the droid army and um, um I know nobody ever heard about him before the third movie that's except for like the volume one and volume two of Clone Wars yeah. uh, that's that's I knew about him yeah that old and person. um uh so Mace Windu and all of them are like all right cool we're gonna send Obi Wan and Anakin will snoop on the Chancellor because we think that he's been you know doing underdealings or or doing something mm-hmm. weird and he's sketch. They don't really have a reason to believe he's sketch, but they just think he's sketch. Yeah, that's true. Um, And then they... You're just going through the whole movie. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, and then he he visits them, and then they're like, all right, cool. And then there's a scene where they have, have you ever heard the story of Darth Plagueis? And then um, Mace Windu finds out, because after that story, Anakin's like, oh, you're the Sith Lord! Well, I just skipped, like, three scenes, but, like, he <laughs> says that later on. And then, uh, then he turns to Darth Vader. Wait, Tyler, what if I stopped you here and asked, are you saying that Revenge of the Sith is just as convoluted as the other two? I think Revenge of the Sith is very convoluted, but it doesn't base the main parts of the movie around oh, the convoluted right. stuff. The convoluted stuff is Whereas more- the Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones do. Sure. So... so- but I, I do think it's just as unconvoluted. Okay,
1: so give me your, like, because I think a lot of people, a lot of people, this is not only their favorite of the favorite prequels, a lot of people our age. Like I said, in episode three, for what it was, people our age was a really important movie, I think. Yep. Like, whether we like it or not, because I think it was dark. People thought it was the last Star Wars movie they were ever going to see. I think people liked the idea of being six, seven years old, eight years old like we were, and seeing a Star Wars movie that was... Mean and not mean, but but had a lot of darkness to it, and and I don't like how
0: dark it is. But whatever. Well, that's
1: that's what I was gonna say. So, like, what do you, with that in mind, like, because I think I'm more positive about this movie than you are now. But what do you, what are your, what are your overall thoughts about Revenge of the Sith?
0: Revenge of the Sith is a dumb movie (laughs) (laughs) where a lot of stupid shit happens, and the good stuff in it. Is good, but some of it is way too dark for yeah. a Star Wars movie. Yeah. And even the darker stuff is actually my least favorite stuff inside the entire movie. Um, I have, I have, an, in particular, scene which you could probably guess. Yeah, but, I think
1: I know exactly the scene you're
0: talking about. But, um, but I, uh, I, uh, I hate like a good example is I hate the youngling sequence. Yes, I hate it so much that I it always, actually bothers me. I always <laughs> say
1: it's like really telling that the people who think that the, that their favorite Star Wars movie is the one where our lead character kills children. Like that's very telling to me, especially in the Disney era of like, Star Wars isn't for kids, it's for grown-ups, you know, and it's like yeah. that I think that's the kind of shit that and I agree. I feel like that stuff's just it's so It's it, exploitative dark. It's, it's so dark. And there's no need for like what made Anakin have to do that? Yeah, like what made, like what made, like there were tons of clone troopers. You're saying Anakin had to be the one to go in and kill every young, you know what I mean? I say
0: I hate how you see a clone trooper shoot a child in the movie.
1: George Lucas's child. Uh,
0: oh That's really? George Lucas's son. Uh, okay, I hate that. Scene. <laughs> I hate it. I hate. I hate the idea that, like, you have all these different scenes you could have done with whatever, Anakin running around, killing random Jedi, or doing whatever the heck, but you had to include two scenes that depict the Jedi Temple being destroyed, and both scenes have to contain children dying. Yeah, I know. It's like, why does it always have to be kids? Yeah. I get you're trying to be like, oh, he's at his lowest point. He's so dark. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, all you had to do was literally show him marching into the temple, which is a great scene. Yeah. You'd show him marching into the temple. Great music. Maybe you could have shown kill like one or two Jedi. I don't care. Yeah. But then you just show that footage of Obi Wan watching it and people are like, Oh, I get it. He's very evil. You did not need to yeah. show him murdering kids. You did not need to show the kid getting shot. Yeah. <laughs> like, the fact, like, people always seem to forget that. There is a Star Wars movie <laughs> where a child is shot. Like, that is absurd to me. <laughs> that is a Star Wars movie where a kid is like, I told a joke to my friend, my friend was like, wait, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm, like, I'm talking about the scene where the kid's fighting against the clone troopers and they blow his fucking head off. <laughs> right in front of him basically and and then the one guy's like bail uh bail organa yeah. uh i always forgot how to say his name but um bill organa uh he's like <laughs> no and then he flies off and i'm just like dude they just fucking killed child but whatever
1: yeah no that's that's true yeah that's that's very true it's almost like lucas was trying to trying to combat the complaints that one and two were too much for little kids because of stupid Jar Jar and all this shit with Padme and all that junk. So he's like, oh, well, 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 I'll make this one really dark. I'll make this one really dark. And it's just like, it's like, come on. And I think it, it's in its darkness, it just comes off, like, childish. Like, it comes off like, it's like, just because it's dark, he thinks it's
0: that comes Dra- off as an exploit. Yeah, it's right? because like, it's,
1: like, it's dark, it's more dramatically powerful. Mm-hmm. And it's not, which is odd because I think it's the darkest Star Wars movie, but I feel like something like in Last Jedi when Kylo cuts Snoke in half and you see his fucking cut-in-half body, mm-hmm. to me that's darker than anything. But it's also darker because that's a character that we've watched, we've like gotten to kind of know, and it's like oh, shit, you know, it's, like, unexpected and smart and clever and a weird way to subvert your expectations, where this is, like, oh, he's just gonna kill kids because that's what, you know, it's, like, and it makes I made this joke about the Nightmare on Elm Street remake (laughs) where I said, I don't want to see Freddy Krueger be a fucking child molester because now you've turned a character that's supposed to be kind of fun who had a dark past, but it's supposed to be fun, a fun, like, boogeyman into this, like, he's a child molester and now it's made Darth Vader, like, he fucking killed children. Yeah. It's like, great. <laughs> well, it's
0: the unspoken thing that doesn't really need to be yeah, exactly. to that much. It's like, uh, it's like, cause when, when you make the Freddy Krueger comparison, that's a pretty good comparison because Freddy Krueger, a lot of like the writers and directors would be like, oh, we made subtle hints that maybe he yeah. did like sexual stuff yeah. and everything like that. And that's fine because it's not like directly shoved but in the like little- face or anything. Yeah. But, in, and then on top of that, when people talk about, like, oh Jedi Temple story, they're like, oh, did that mean they killed the younglings? It's like, okay, yeah, that probably, yeah, that probably did. Yeah, But, like, you don't need to show a no. scene with a kid, Matt the Skywalker, what are we going to do? And, and then he just looks at them, he's like, <laughs> I, know. like <laughs> I know. I know. I There's
1: too many of them. Yeah. No, I think it, it also sucks, too, because it's, like, little kids dress as Freddy Krueger. Little kids dress as Darth Vader. Yeah. And now it's, like, great. Now you've ruined that character to become, like, a fucking child. It's just it's just that kind and of child murderer. Yeah, it's just... it's. it's, it's it makes, it makes, like, it makes me almost not sympathetic to his turn. <laughs> it oh, no. Really, no, I mean, it makes, not, it really doesn't, but if you, like, if you think about it like that, it could.
0: Yeah, it doesn't make you even feel sympathy for him, because it's literally right after he turns, next scene, it's like him marching in and kills children. Yeah, it's like, it's like no, oh, okay. Well, that's wow. the problem
1: with the whole movie. I think it's, like, the big issue with the, the Revenge of the Sith is that, yes, it's, like, finally, we get to see Anakin turn into Darth Vader, which is really exciting, but it's not done very well. Like, it. It just kind of happens, and with all the buildup between his mother, between Padme that we've seen that we think would make him Darth Vader, it instead is seeing Mace Windu, who we haven't even talked about because he's fucking boring and yeah. every fucking fanboy online loves him so much because he's sam jackson but he's fucking boring as hell and he's not interesting and he's a yeah. stupid character that goes nowhere so i'm just gonna say that right yeah. now because oh no no I, he's not he's not everyone sure. fucking thinks that mace windu is like the coolest i still love dude. that
0: i still love that footage of the purple lightsaber thing and he's like can i make mine purple he's like yeah sure yeah
1: sure whatever <laughs> yeah because who cares yeah but anyway yeah so i hate mace windu so anyway but mace windu's pointing his lightsaber at at Sidious, and he's like, you know, I'm gonna end his reign, and, and Sidious, which is another stupid thing. The fact that um, when you see the Emperor in Return of the Jedi, he's all wrinkly, and, and the assumption is that he's thousands of years old you know he's or he's hundreds of years old he's just this old ancient being mm-hmm. that has just always been there and he's you know he looked that's why he looks so old and the power of the dark side that's keeping him alive no it's he looked normal and then he got some force lightning to the face that conveniently gave him wrinkles like are you fucking kidding me like yeah. that's so stupid like i was talking about today like why didn't why didn't you you built the whole series off of this like the whole last movie on this whole idea of cloning Why couldn't the Palpatine that we saw and want to be a clone that he's using, and then him be the real Palpatine? Like, he's the one who's like underneath the, you know, like, I mean, it's still stupid, but at least it would be like at Mm. least using the plot of the last movie to make something interesting other than just spending a whole movie with clones that goes nowhere. Yeah. So that's stupid. And then it's like that's what turns him to Darth Vader. Not anything personal, not. And the fact that he can bring Padme life and that's but it, that's such a thing that's just hamphisted in the last movie. That's the thing is that if all any of these ideas were built upon in the previous two movies, I would say of This is a pretty damn good finale. And I still think it's solid, but I think the problem with of Sith is that you have to watch it as its own movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it doesn't work that well because it's like it's like yeah, like we're going to throw all this shit in last minute cuz like Thor goes like, "Oh fuck, I need to like turn him to Darth Vader." And oh, also I need to have 3 people get his mind wiped, so why, because why would he not mention anything from, you know, it's just all this junk that's like, that's thrown in there, and that's, but I I think what makes it stand out to me is that the highs are really high. Like, I think, I do like a lot of this movie, and I do think part of it is nostalgia, but, and I won't deny that, but I think the score, I think the visual effects, I think um, the final fight for how long it is and goofy it is, I still enjoy it. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm attracted to this movie. I'm always into this movie. Even if I'm... If I understand that it's a big fucking mess. Mm. You know? But, I don't
0: know. No, I, I agree. It's, yeah. uh... It is definitely the best in terms of visual effects. It is, uh, there's a great soundtrack, great soundtrack. I think
1: I think the drama is its highest, too. Like, um, I think the acting is the best yeah. of the three. I mean, it's not good, but it's better.
0: The, the Yoda fight definitely is handled better because it's yes. more so using the force rather than having just a Although, big. Oh,
1: I was thinking about this the other day because I was like, of course, because Pal- Palpatine gets the lights around this one, too. I was like, how cool would it have been if, like, Emperor Yoda did meet, but
0: it was like a battle of minds,
1: like a battle they of. They
0: could have said the exact opposite as what Count Dooku said. So yeah, it'd be a battle of lights
1: but skills be, be, be tested by powers
0: of the force. <laughs> yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd be awesome. Then, and then Yoda like, be like, "That's what they prefer. <laughs> First, <laughs> I prefer." Yeah, no,
1: how cool. Like, because I was thinking about like, you ever seen the movie Scanners, the David Cronenberg movie? I've seen it one time. Okay, yeah. the two guys like at the very end, they start scanning each other. And yeah, yeah. It. How cool would that be if like Palpatine and Yoda had like a force battle, like just a whole battle using the force? Mm-hmm. I think that'd be so cool. But. I get it. It's got to have the cool visuals of Palpatine throwing the Senate at him. and um, Palpatine like
0: Darth Vader will become more powerful, powerful than I am. Trust it's your apprentice.
2: Misplaced. So, gar-
1: it's gar. Some of, the, some, of it is, some of the dialogue, especially, is garbage. But I I don't know. See, I, yeah. What I don't I, I don't know. But it 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 feels more um the pace feels more deliberate. The the there's a there's a looming. Um, even though it is too dark at times, there's this kind of looming threat over the whole movie that like, you know, this is going to be the end that I really appreciate. And mm-hmm. There's a, I just, I like a lot in it. I, I, but I, I think anyone who says it's the best Star Wars movie is completely full of shit. Like
0: the, uh, I do think that Yoda, like the part that, the part that I love the most with like Yoda, if he's going to be like a fighter, is just the type of shit with him like walking to a room and just like hitting the two yes lower, that was awesome wall, two guards they just guards, instantly yeah. like, fall to the ground yeah. it's just like, yeah, like I mean that's literally what Yoda would do he would just be like alright you're done yep. you're like you're done-zo. yeah that's great and that would be that's exactly how it would go down and that's the reason why I don't uh, especially with seeing I mean they might bring back the idea I have a feeling they're going to bring back the idea of chlorians in the next movie I do too yeah. um, and I even feel like it's going to get brought up in the Mandalorian but especially seeing like the baby Yoda with how powerful baby Yoda is at like 50 years old mm-hmm. it's like things like that where it's like as you develop especially when it's like on the Jedi Council and all this stuff I feel like this person would just be able to walk around and just fucking just be like yeah, oh, you guys are all gone but well, that's
1: what's I don't know I mean I, I, like, yes as a little kid I always loved I liked Yoda's lightsaber because it was just cool but the whole point of Yoda is, yeah, that he is that he could snap his fingers and you could just yeah, explode, be gone. maybe. Yeah, be it's, gone. That's like because that's how strong the Force he is.
0: I'm saying they should show that because like that would get kind of gory and it be stupid. But what like... I'm
1: saying is Yoda could do like that's yeah. the thing I love about Yoda is that you get this feeling that he is so powerful in the Force that he is just completely one with the Force.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, and Palpatine is too, but in a completely different way. Yeah. And I feel like that would be so much better illustrated than like a fuck then then the lightsaber are we got which is yeah. a fun fight but it's like
0: it would have been great to see yoda uh, uh attack out of self-defense yes. and be the only time he ever does it, is yes. in the third movie yeah and you save all that up yeah build it up for it be like the big emperor versus yoda and it's like you could have like this force duel and it would all be out of like self-defense for yoda yeah but it would not be like a fight and you're no apprentice <laughs> well, it could the be, i mean
1: it i mean you know, I mean, it could have been. I, I hate being the "could have been" thing. Let's yeah. just do this. It could have been, you know, and people are gonna yell at me, but it could have been the thing with like Luke and Last Jedi, where it's like, I'm not gonna fight you because that's what you want. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna give you this the satisfaction of of, of killing or of, of of taking out your anger and physically. Yeah. I'm gonna project myself and and humiliate you. You know, no. using. And exploit your anger yeah. and your and how cool would that have been if you Exploit did,
0: that the dark side How is cool is like
1: how, how cool would it have been? Like how cool would it have been if, if and it probably wouldn't have it probably would have been the wrong time to do it because it is not established as the movie, like it is in Last Jedi where it's like yeah. the whole idea of projection and talking mm-hmm. and, but how cool I was thinking how cool would it would have been, like, what if Yoda is fighting Palpatine and Palpatine hits Yoda and, he, and nothing happens and we catch Yoda and he's in Dagobah. Already, and he's like doing it, like, it's so fucking cool, Mm -hmm. you know. But it's like, whatever, we still got a cool fight out of it, and it's fine. I just, I don't know, I feel like I'm being too negative because I do, I like, I like, I love that's the thing, though, is I just, I love the some of the presentation of this movie, I love the score, I love the, I think this is the best Star Wars score ever, period, Mm -hmm. which I know is probably, but I think it's my favorite score of any Star Wars movie because it's just, it's just amazing. I still listen to the soundtrack sometimes, I'm like, this is such a good soundtrack. Mm-hmm. You know, Battle of the Heroes is great. Um, there's one called Anakin's Betrayal that I love, where he's killing all the... It's the montage of all the Jedi's being killed by Order yeah. 66, and it's, like, just amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, you yeah, know, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. Really gets line. shot yeah. and stuff. It, it's, it's, it's... You're right. It's not... It's a... It's a, a mess of a movie that happens to be the best of the three. Yeah. Like, I, said, I think we both admit it's the best of the three, right? Like...
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's the best one of all three of them.
1: I mean... Yeah, I would even say by a long shot kind
0: of yeah you know? yeah i yeah. mean it's it's a movie where my my problem with it a lot of the time is just some of the scenes that are just added for the sake of just having stuff in the movie i feel like there's almost more so in revenge of the set than there is in something like the phantom menace yeah uh, which is kind of harsh for me to say but there's like I mean, all the general grievous stuff is all just feel shoehorned in it'll oh, just cool. add last second just need another um, new bad guy need need a new thing the whole beginning sequence feels that way yeah, yeah. The, the, there's so much of it that feels like that and I feel like that the movie, even if it is just fun, it's just brain dead fun. That's it is all it is. It's fair, and um, it's kind of like
1: it's almost like brain dead fun that comes at the end of a, a two movies that have been just slugs. You know? Oh yeah, it's they've been like,
0: they've been slugs. Like 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 the the first two movies might be brain dead a lot of the time. Uh, I guess you could say, but the. Um, They're just they're so slow, yeah. Fun. And um this one's just like, all right, we're gonna make everything same as like brain dead amount, but it's all gonna be fun. Yeah. And then we're gonna have a couple of important scenes. And like
1: here's stuff you know, here's Darth Vader, here's this, here's that. I do I do um I will say that the final to me, I agree the first like the first scene in this movie is like as bad as anything in the prequels. The whole the whole uh you know R2 is oh no miswired jokes. did I say anything? The whole banter between Anakin was still terrible. Um But I think the final, maybe 45 minutes of this movie, some dialogue aside, especially from my point of view, the Chancellor is, you know, Palpatine is, you know, it's like From my point of view, the Jedi Jedi are evil. Well, then you are lost. Yeah, he goes, he says, no, he says, says, uh, I have failed you, Anakin, I have failed you. I should have known the Jedi were plotting to take over, followed by Anakin, Chancellor Palpatine is evil. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. Well, then you are alive. <laughs> it's like that whole just like oh
0: oh it doesn't even feel like the same as a conversation. Like, it feels like it feels like sound bits taken like, out it, of it, other conversations in the middle
1: of them like floating on the lava. No, it's no. just so stupid. Like th- that, there's still junk, but I do like
0: the I do like the drama of the final forty five or so minutes. Kind want to oh. read the script to Revenge of the Sith and read like how like how he did like how he wrote how he wrote like them doing that battle because was it just like, well, you know what it was, right?
1: What? It literally, according to Rick McCallum, the incredible, I haven't made I haven't made fun of him yet. Oh, yeah. Stupid <laughs> ass Rick McCallum, the <laughs> horrible producer of the Star Wars prequels, prequels, like shit on Kathleen Kennedy, all you want. Rick McCallum's like a moron. Um, it, but he, apparently the script was, um, dialogue, 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 reading up to it. And then once the guys of the fight just said, they fight, turn the next page, they fight, they fight, they fight, couple lines for the, the, I have failed you, they fight, and then the next scene. Like, it just says they fight for, like, six pages.
0: I hate that. Well, that's what, so. no, in all honesty,
1: though, that is how most fights are write, written. Yeah. Some directors are different. Some directors are, like, very, like, I want this to happen, this to happen, this to happen, this to happen. Like, Ryan Coogler for Creed was, like, this, 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 this. Yeah. But not not Lucas. He's, like, all right, let's just fight. And then it was uh, basically up to him and the, uh animators to be, like, and the choreographer would be like, okay, what do we do, basically. It's like, so, oh,
0: we swing off a... Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, gets,
1: it gets... I was telling my dad this morning we were watching it together, I was like, man, could you imagine if Lucas directed, like, Luke and Vader in Empire, and Empire nowadays, or, like, in the t- early 2000s? They would have been, like, fucking jumping through. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it, but and you had these fucking losers online who'd be like,
0: it's so cool. Like, it would have been, like, the the reimagining scene of the... Uh, God, that's the... the, oh, the Obi-Wan versus
1: <laughs> Darth Vader in New Hope? Oh, yeah. Awful.
0: Well, dude, I mean... That's great. You just, you just don't understand it. Yeah. There's... You you don't understand the references? to Dude! He dude, dude, he references... Oh, I'll have to say this one. Too. I think
1: one of the best scenes in the movie is the part where Palpatine gives the speech about... Um, the the empire being born um and him, his my they're, they're, they've left me scarred and he's giving the speech to the senate and all the while anakin is destroying the separatists and then has like the one good line in the entire trilogy where um um padme says this is how liberty dies with thunderous applause
0: like and, then, and then the emperor was like, our resolve has never been stronger. Been stronger. I'm pretty sure that's a George Bush quote. But no, no, no. Um,
1: uh, it might be, but I know the one that is, is if you were not with me, you're an know, enemy. Because that's a take on if you're not with us, then you're a terrorist. Which Bush said, yeah. around the two thousand three.
0: <laughs> hey, I love, I love, uh, I love hearing people talk about the sequel trilogy, and they talk about how it's like super duper political, even though it's not really at all.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, the only thing it's political really cool about is that there is some, and Lucas himself has said this that some of the stuff Palpatine says is is straight Bush, you know.
0: Well, well, well I'm saying that the that a lot of people that say the sequel trilogy is super duper political. Oh yeah, it's but not. But then, even though like. The prequels are the ones that yeah, try they're to play definitely on more that. political. And, the, and Return of the Jedi is a whole other metaphor for Vietnam. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, yeah, it's a, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, exactly. So it's weird. But um, is there a favorite and a not favorite scene of Revenge of the Sith for you? Um,
1: favorite scene of Revenge of the Sith is probably the scene is, um, I don't know. I mean, I like we haven't even talked about it but I, I mean i think it's it's the scene everyone likes which is the darth Plagueis, the, Ar- the yeah, wise the scene. opera house scene darth Plagueis, the story of darth Plagueis, the wise that whole scene is great like i mean it's, it's great because it, it it it's sort of everything that people should have done which is sort of build mm-hmm. a mythology and it's sort of a it's the way it's the mcdermott's performances in that scene is great and i think hey christian's really good and i love the kind of ambient noise of the opera in the back um
2: yeah, oh, yeah, I love all that. Stuff. Yeah,
1: I think that stuff's great. Um, so I'm gonna say that's my favorite thing. There are other things I like
0: on it, like a how bipolar he is. Not scene, too. Like he's like talking to Anakin. He's like, oh no, and then he looks back over his guys like. He's <laughs> <best." laughs> he full forever." <laughs> yeah, I it's, it's, it. it's it's great. Is just sitting there like, Eam, Eam
1: McDermott is the best part of the whole prequel because he's just having a blast. Oh, he's being great because he's the only one who doesn't who doesn't seem encumbered by he doesn't have to do
0: anything. Really. He, he just
1: has to be evil, and he doesn't seem encumbered at all by the. The, the CG green screen, he's just like, I'm just gonna fucking tear this scene up and be like crazy yeah. and evil and he's just great. Um, so, yeah, that that scene I love. I mean, I love other scenes in terms of just like a fight, like of stupid stuff, but that's like, a, I think a generally good scene. And then, um, my least favorite scene, <sighs> there's still a few. Um, but I would say probably when when Padme's combing her hair, and and because uh, oh, yeah, it's just the same earlier. shit that we were talking about this before we start recording. Where he's like, he's, what's he says, uh, he goes, "You look so beautiful." Goes, it's only because I'm so in love. And she goes, "He goes, no, it's only because I'm so in love with you." She goes, "Then love has blinded you." And he says, huh, "Well, not exactly." And it's like that whole just and that whole uh, dialogue between the two of them is yeah, just it's pretty, painful. It's pretty grown worthy. It's so bad. So that's my. What about you?
0: For me, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go along. With my favorite scene being the part with. Uh, Padme and him both looking out the windows. Oh, oh,
1: that's a fuck. That's a great scene. So the fact
0: that I knew you said the opera house one, which is honestly probably the best scene to the entire movie. But you're I right. That of, seems I do great. Want to pick that one when Anakin and
1: Padme look out the window because they're like, I can
0: give respect to another really great scene.
1: Yeah, there's movie. the music's great. There's no dialogue and yeah, that, like why, like that scene. That entire scene is the best depiction of their relationship, better than any fucking scene of dialogue in any of the prequels. Oh yeah. This idea that he's sort of finally. Yeah, that's a great scene. Yeah, that's no, a great is, scene.
0: They also hear, like, so muffled, and the only way you really can, like, get it is if, like, you probably have subtitles on, but it's hearing what the Emperor is saying yes, and stuff yeah. like that. And he's saying something about, like, like, uh, like like something about, like, you need her or something like that. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't fucking remember. But, um...
1: No, he's, he's doing the, um, um... Telling him how you can let someone... You wouldn't have to let one die. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: So, like, it, it's it's that's nice. A it's scene. a very, yeah, it's, it's a really great scene. The... Um, one I probably hate the most. Ooh, I pretty much hate every single scene with Obi Wan in that movie. But it's all good. Okay. There's pretty much no like. I mean, really, like when you think about it, like the only stuff that's actually good with Obi Wan is the stuff on Mustafar, really.
1: That's fair. And yeah, it's all like the, all the general grievous stuff, stuff. You're not a fan. All the
0: general grievous stuff is pretty horrible mm-hmm. to me. Um, so uncivilized. <laughs> <because> <laughs> I, um, I remember seeing that picture as a
1: kid. That like I remember they released because I used to get Star Wars Insider, which is the magazine. One of the pictures they had was Obi Wan with a blaster. And I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "How?" I was like, "How is that gonna?" You know. It was like- that reminds
0: me of the thing that they did for Rise right, Skywalker recently, where they had the they they the shot where I think Poe's holding that lightsaber. He's door. not.
1: I saw the actual photo.
0: Yeah, it's he's the whole not. Thing. Yeah, it's Ray. He's it, just, just. It's Ray. Right. It looks so weird. The lightsaber looks so close. She's like pointing out front. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Know, that makes sense. But I, I know what you mean. yeah, no. But uh the uh, the I think if I had to pick a scene though, um. That's a tough one. I do really hate that romance scene between Padme and yeah. Anakin. Um, probably actually, you know, I'll, I'll go along with the youngling thing, just because that's the only thing in the movie where I actually see that, and I'm like, dude, fuck you.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm like, that should not be yeah. in the movie. Yeah. But whatever. It's yeah. like that's the only thing where I see that, and I'm like, that, no, Yeah. that is so messed up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and um, I, I hate that so much. Um, uh. I'm not really a huge fan of, um, of... There's small things, not, like, a scene, but I'm not really, like, a huge fan of Anakin choking Padme. I think it's kind of fucking awkward, but... Yeah, it is
1: awkward. And then it's like, oh, she was... It's not his fault. He was... She was losing... It's like, what? No, he choked... Like, it's just dumb. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really stupid. That whole, the whole, like, she's losing her will to live thing is just really lazy. Yeah. Too. It's like, yeah. okay.
0: Yeah, it's... It... She lost the will to live. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not how that works. <laughs> you don't die yeah. that way at all. Yeah. So that was, yeah. So I, I know our ranking is pretty much just 3-1-2. That's both Yeah, of that's exactly that's it. it's 3-1-2. 3-1-2. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll talk about the Clone Wars in a later video. I know maybe. you've probably seen enough of it to be able to talk yeah, about Yeah,
1: I'm finally bit. getting it. I mean, I saw, I mean, I'll say this. We saw the Clone Wars movie. So, so back up. The Clone Wars cartoon from the early 2000s, the one yeah. that came out between episodes 2 and 3 when they released, uh, was my shit. It was uh, by Jindy... Oh, God, I can't forget his last name. But he just... He did Samurai Jack. He did that show Primal on Adult Swim recently. That was amazing. And I just loved his animation style. Mm-hmm. And I loved his version of the Clone Wars. And I, I loved it. I, was, I still I to this day, I think it's like the best one. Um, so it, I was very biased, because I was really pissed when that wasn't canon anymore, and they made a new one. So I saw the movie with you. You and I saw the movie together. Uh, when we were in fifth grade. Yeah, and your dad walked out. My dad left the theater because he hated it, and he was like, you guys have fun. And we, <laughs> we, my, that's, that's my dad being a Star Wars fan. My dad was like, I hate this fucking movie. And, uh, I hated it,
0: um... Me and you both didn't even like it that much. No, we, we didn't like, like it. We were, like, eight. We, like, didn't like it. We were, like, yeah,
1: like, literally, like, we were ten years old, and we hated it. And then, um, yeah, so... And then I tried watching the first season when it aired, and it wasn't it wasn't crazy about it. And then through you, I've attempted multiple times to watch it.
0: Yeah, at least seasons four or five. Well, and that's six. the thing. I, the well, that I,
1: I, I, never, I never listened to that. I was like, I got to do the whole thing. I got to do the whole thing. So I kept like yeah. starting, and I would never get past season two. Me, I've like, seen the whole thing. It's not working. <laughs> it's, it's <so laughs> but then mind. once I got to season three, well, I got a list from um, Cosmonaut Variety, actually. And he, the, yeah. like, episodes that, because it's an anthology, you don't have to watch it in order. Yeah. And, like, just watch these bits of episode, watch this arc here, watch these three episodes here. And I've done that, and ever since then, I've been really into it. Um, I still think it, it's flawed, but I think one of the things that I've appreciated about it is instead of it being, like, my issue, whole problem with it, on top of other things, is that, like, are we really meant to believe that Anakin would have all this relationship between this period of time, and he would do all that? Yeah. And, but I think what I've appreciated is while the old Clone Wars was meant to be a filler, like a filler of the two, this is more like... This is your substitute to the prequels. Because it's mm-hmm. clearly written by people who don't really like the prequels. So it's yep. like, this is more like what we think the prequels should have been. And mm-hmm. I think once I got that in my head, I've been really enjoying it. The
0: prequels almost work better as a TV series. To be yeah, no, with I agree. Because you show off like all, it's almost like the episodic adventures yeah. of Obi Wan and Anakin and they have fun and they do all this stuff together and you kind of see that tragic turn. Um, I think that. Um, have you reached the episodes with. Um, well, the, the Ahsoka ending is fantastic. Yeah, that was great. I, I, I love... Because I didn't care about Ahsoka,
1: and then I've been watching and I really like The part
0: that. when she leaves the Jedi Temple is really good. Yeah, it's really I good. Love, I love how that's the season finale. I almost wish that's how the show ended. Yeah, because
1: I've been wa- I just started the season six today, the lost episodes. And I'm liking them, but I agree. I almost feel like that's... I it. think that... Especially because the last trailer for the new trailer had like, Ahsoka returning. Yeah, and-,
0: and also I think that if they ended it like that, not even just Ahsoka, but the whole Clone Wars it would almost be self-explanatory that Anakin wouldn't want to talk about Ahsoka. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't want to talk about it, and so in Revenge of the Sith, when it's never brought up. It's fine, like, yeah, it works. It's a little bit I better. like that, too. Yeah, but of course, they have to bring her back, and I'm like, please at least, like, have something at the very end where it's, like, people being, like, like Anakin being, Anakin saying to Obi-Wan, like, I don't, like, this is fucking done, like, yeah. I don't want to talk about this shit anymore.
1: Yeah, but, that's fair. I... Yeah, I, I yeah, I agree. Um I still don't love it like a lot of like mm-hmm. some Star Wars fans do, some Star Wars I don't fans. Love it. When I you think... go to, when you go to conventions and stuff, it's like everything they fucking talk about and I still don't have that connection to it, but I've appreciated it. And um yeah, that's what I was going to say is that I I've, I've learned to appreciate it, yeah. especially now it's on Disney Plus. I've been watching it a lot.
2: Yeah.
1: But yeah, no, the pre- the Star the Clone Wars both versions, the cart the cartoon that I watched as a kid. Um, from the 2D animated one and the 3D one, both they're both a solid watch and both probably better than any of the previous. The old 2D one should be on a uh, Disney Plus. It should be, I but the, it's not canon anymore, so they don't care about it. Just like the like, Ewok movies, and it's just like it's like, all why,
0: why not just add it.
1: I know those Lego movies put, aren't canon. Those Le- are on just there. put like the Legends banner over it. Yeah, like,
0: the, on, the, the the Lego movies are on there. Those yeah. aren't canon. Yeah, you told me that Lego Star Wars movies are canon. <laughs> the, What what is? That? I don't even remember what they're called. They have I don't horrible know. names but the yoda chronicle droid tales or some shit yeah (laughs) but yep nope that is our prequel video might discuss more of the clone wars in a later video i do not know but we will be discussing the original trilogy next which Mm -hmm. i look forward to doing that with you sir dude we're getting close to rise of skywalker i know we got three weeks dead this is dead on almost dead on the dot tomorrow that's wild tomorrow's three weeks it
1: does that that this one went by this one came quick yeah, in a good way. I was like, yeah. "Holy shit!" I was like, "Whoa!" There's a new Star Wars movie coming out. Yeah, like I just it thought,
0: felt like there was like a like a drag, like, "Oh dang!" Like, when's it gonna come I out? Know, I saw
1: a TV spot today on TV, and I was like, "Oh my god, that happens like soon." Yeah, that, happened, that actually happened. In Last Jedi too. I was like, "Oh my god, that's right."
0: Comes right around the corner.
1: Not because I wasn't anticipating it, but just because I was like, couldn't believe it was like.
0: I think I think it'll be good.
1: I'm dude. I'm stoked. I mean, I'm I, optimistic. I'm, I'm optimistic. I mean, I you know, I'm, I'm aware it's gonna be servicey. I'm aware that it's gonna try to. Maybe get rid of some of the stuff Last Jedi said. But as someone who likes but doesn't love Last Jedi, I'm excited to see how it sort of balances my love, the things I loved in Force Awakens and Last Jedi, and makes it maybe a boilerplate of a movie that I can really enjoy.
0: That is a tease of our conversation for Rise of Skywalker.
1: but mm, Two weeks from now.
0: Two weeks from now. But the conversation on The Last Jedi will be even juicier, most likely. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Alright. All right. See ya. Talk about movies, buttholes. (laughs)